eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, Got it out of your system? No. Welcome to the Full 90 Extra Time Podcast, our weekly look into the Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. Do us a quick solid click through onto the Apple Podcast, rate and review the show. Just tell us who your favorite Everett Sounders FC player is. Perhaps it's Sen Fartfi. <laughs> Or Sven Gustafsson. <laughs> Maybe it's uh new. <sighs> You'll understand that later. Anyway, just give us a just give us a, a review there. It helps us get onto the front page. Try to get us some more traffic here to the old full ninety extra time podcast. Hello to Brandon. Hey guy. This week uh, the can't seem to get a red card. Sounders FC take on the new homeowner LAFC. That's uh, there's a little bit of redemption at stake here. A little revenge. Gosh, I hope so. Uh, okay, well, let's start. Uh, let's start with a little review here, Brandon. We we kind of glazed over this last time. I want to make sure we cover it correctly. Yeah, Sounders FC hosted Minnesota United FC at CenturyLink Field on Sunday. And won three points. Oh my gosh! <sighs> Finally, three points, three goals. Um, big time. That's Did big you time. get two new tattoos? Yeah. Who gets two new tattoos in one weekend? One of them only take took like. 60 seconds to do so okay you just held up your arms in victory like the touchdown symbol <laughs> and like both of your arms have new ink and so one of them you posted all over the internet looks nice thank you the other one is just a box yeah it's i'm it's because i'm a square technically i guess it's just a square it's not a box because it it's square. not three-dimensional yeah oh, okay yeah oh look at that with your new ink yeah you're like um, a real stefan fry over there i'm you know really close stefan and i are you know you're gonna go full back tat next <laughs> yeah with the uh with the Egyptian skull and all that cool stuff. If you've never seen Stefan Fry's tattoos, which probably everybody at this point has, you got to go look at them. They're so pretty. They're they're intense and hardcore, and he looks like a son of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> but I mean, he should ride a motorcycle to the games. If he doesn't, he should. Do his dogs have back tattoos? <laughs> No, they have like folds and folds. Oh, happy Wrinkle Wednesday to you. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Seattle Sounders FC walking away with three big points. Three big points. And three big goals over oh the weekend. Oh, my God. It's like, 
last week we said this like the the um maybe the the floodgates have opened yeah. and maybe we will start scoring goals now and it looks like we might have been a little bit right uh that you know last week against uh Kansas City Sounders were able to put two up couldn't get the three points out of it because we gave up two this week only gave up one goal but three goals uh, from three different players, one of them that you would never expect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was great. It, they looked like a team finally, at least for 30 minutes, they looked like the Sounders that we know and love. You're just starting to catch glimpses of everybody kind of getting back to health. You're not going to see full 90 from these guys that are that have been on the bench or haven't played or just are starting to get practice time. You're going to see little spurts of it here until it all gets ramped back up just in time for the international break for the World Cup. In 50, exactly 50 days from right now. Big old 5-0. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Well, let's do this then. Hi. Garbage. Hi. Garbage. Hi. Garbage. Hi. Garbage. Hi. Garbage. Hi. Hot garbage. We're taking the best, the worst, and the absolute crap. It's hot. It's garbage. It's hot garbage. Did we take away the robot voice? Oh man, it's not in there, is it? I didn't hear it. Oh, I heard Steve. Yeah. I heard our friend Frankie. Hey, Frankie. And I didn't hear the robot. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. There he is. There you go, buddy. There he is. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so um, you know we already talked about this idea that the Sounders win one finally. The what was it? The fifth match of the season, and yeah. finally uh, three points coming. I don't know what that does to the table. While you're talking about it, I'll actually look it up here. You probably know. You look like you know. I don't know off the top of my head. I still think that we're pretty much at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know a nicer way to say that the yeah, Sounders yeah. You don't have are to say it, guys, uh, not so not. They're, we're, Sounders are digging themselves out of a big hole here. Uh, you can't start the season with loss after loss after loss and then get a draw and a win and expect right away to be jumping to the mid-table. Um, this I w- just in, on four points, Seattle Sounders FC 12th in the Western Conference. <laughs> out of 12. <laughs> out of 12. Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, you know I think Brian Schmetzer said it uh, great after the match. He said there are no must-win games in April, uh, but still it's starting to look like the Sounders are going to s- start having to pick up these points, these big wins. Additionally, the Sounders have not just a game in hand, but as many as three games in hand, meaning that other teams have played as many as three more matches than the Sounders have. So when you're looking at a, you accumulate points over the season, if you're three matches behind, well, imagine if you win all three, that's nine more points. Suddenly they are whew, in second place. So it's like a, there's there's definitely some range to this. And that's what two bye weeks do to you, right? Like so two, uh, I mean, we had a, uh, Sounders played a uh, match and then a bye week and then another match and then another bye week and then another match. So we are, uh, you know, Sounders have played far less games. And actually, I think I'm starting to think that those bye weeks, as much as it sucked from a fan's perspective, yeah. um, couldn't have come at a better time, man. Like with so many injuries to the team, and uh, I mean the red cards notwithstanding. Like, yeah, but you get time to put Ladero into the back to tank and get them yeah. all healed up so he can <laughs> Darth Darth Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, you get you get the time to regenerate, the rejuvenate the team here a little bit, and so it might have sucked to have to watch it on the internet the whole time, and like, but at least those weren't games that we were outside in the rain. Yeah, as fans watching. Yeah, 
Exactly. So it works out okay. That's a good I, point. Oh, I, I hadn't considered that, Brandon. Can I just say that I was at the match on Sunday and yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I was at the match on Sunday and um, on my way down there, I was I went with my friend Bryce. What's up, Bryce? And um, we got there and on our, on our way there it was pretty windy i was like oh man this is kind of gonna suck it's gonna be a little bit cold uh but as soon as we got to the stands oh what a beautiful day for a match it, it could not i mean the first i think for the first 30 minutes when the sounders were dominating it was a little windy a little cloud coverage but holy smokes if you this is like the perfect time to be a so, uh, sounders fan and to be going to soccer games as somebody who had two different illnesses over oh the course gosh. of six days man it looked great from on my couch i mean it sucked it was the worst it was so rainy and terrible <laughs> and, and i'm so sorry that you couldn't that i'm so glad that you didn't come because you would have hated it so much so 12th in the western conference is not awesome but also it's not the end of the world okay so we're talking hot garbage hot garbage here. yes so let's talk about hot i say hot i say hot was ozzy alonzo yeah um man this guy is the glue to this team he i think single-handedly is changing the way that the sounders play the game um that's great in the fact that He's coming. He's back. He's returned for this injury. He doesn't look like like we said this last week. He doesn't look like a guy who just sat for five months with some sort of quad strain or whatever it was. Um, but it all is also a little scary to say. And this is a guy at the tail end of his career. Um, can he play all of the matches this season? Steve Zakawani said it a couple episodes. If he makes, if he plays twenty matches this season, like that's uh, excellent. Uh, target. I prefer him. to look at it from old man Zach Scott, who played until he was forty nine and was, had no problem with it. Okay, <laughs> that's, like that's, that's it. That's all. That's all. He was central defense. He's a very young looking forty nine. Yeah. Okay, but uh, that guy, his career kept going and going and going. It was unbelievable. So for Alonzo to be able to make a comeback, and they sure took their time with it. Yeah. Then that should put him in the back to tank. Yeah, he looks. He looks so. Good. He looks still, still not a full ninety though. He does. Yeah. No. And, and he did get subbed out late in the match. Uh, they brought in Wolf Ikram, Magnus Wolf Ikram for him, uh, which was you know it was as soon as he left the match and as soon as um, you know you would have hoped that the team might have been able to keep up with the pace with bringing Dempsey in. Um, as soon as he left the match, though, uh, that energy was gone. Uh, that that first thirty minutes was great. The next thirty minutes was okay. The last thirty minutes without Ozzy was rough. Um, yeah. So we still have some. The Sounders still have some things to figure out. But holy smokes, man, that was probably the best thirty minutes of soccer that we as Seattle fans have been able to watch all year. Hi, uh, Christian Roll Dan. Man, I thought he had an insane match. Yeah, the guy's all over the field. He's playing with Alonzo back and Svensson kind of playing in that in that secondary that pairing there for the central mid. Roldan had an opportunity to just kind of get around and get into the open space and watch the game develop and find himself into spots that allowed him to create some awesome opportunities. Yeah, the seats that I was sitting that I was sitting in um, had this great vantage point. We were in the uh, the north east corner of the stadium um and looking down on the field you have this like great tactical view of of the field and just to watch all of the different places that christian roldan would pop up and fight for the ball and uh just he i mean he there were three four times that he schooled defenders he looked like he was a tactical like striker position where he was you know like just turning defenders and spinning them around and he kept the possession and he kept the ball there were a lot of times where he gave that up because that is not the role that he plays but for the most part he looked awesome and he he was 
just the effort that he puts in. We we talk about this every week, I think. Sure. The effort that he puts in, even when the team is down, even when the team is losing. This this week we were the the Sounders were winning, and it, it, it was just an amazing amazing performance by him. I think the guy's going to do all right. I yeah, I think so, and I think that as we're talking about Ozzy being at the tail end of his career, do we have a suitable replacement in Christian Roldan? I think absolutely. He's still young. He's still young. He's still got a lot to gain and learn about his position and, and maybe not always be that forward guy, but he, he runs, man. I gotta tell you, I would have liked to see Ozzy keeping that hairdo that he had. He went and shaved it all off and his head hadn't seen the sun in a minute like all of my body. And uh, it was, my wife looked at him and was like, wait, did he bleach his hair? Like, no, 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 he just has <laughs> Got not, rid of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna say that that I'd give him hot if he would have kept the hair, okay? But I'm, I'm reserving that. Uh, last, we got one more hot. Yeah, one more hot? Hot. Gustav Svensson. <laughs> Gustav the Great, as I want to call him. Holy crap. He's got Thor's hammer for a foot from about 30 yards out. My God, that ball was kicked like it was going to a different dimension. Oh, my gosh. It, it's it's You could call it the game-winning goal. Oh, my God. Spoiler alert. That's how Thanos dies, by the foot of <laughs> Gustav, Gustav Svensson. <laughs> Well, I just ruined Infinity War for you. There you go. No one saw the Swede. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Uh, no, I mean, so he scores the second goal. He rips it from, I don't know how far out he that was. He didn't even know how to celebrate. I, I, he didn't even know what to do. He was like, I got to jump and then pop. It was, I didn't, ah, it, was kind of that, it. it was kind of that rub your head and pat your belly at the yeah, same time where you got to jump and pump at the same time. But he jumped, landed, and then pumped. And he's got he's got some learning to do on that front um i i would say that there is at least one swede this weekend one great swedish person who scored this weekend and his name was not slotan oh suck it slotan i think that that guy would probably appear through a portal and punch me in the face right now though so that guy's definitely in line with thanos uh yeah do you want to move on to garbage sure uh garbage poor garbage poor ethan finley um this it's i mean for once, we have a lot to, uh, to talk about with Hot. I'm sorry, who? Ethan Finley of Minnesota United tore his ACL during the match on Sunday. He's a young guy. He came from Columbus Crew a couple years ago. He signed with um, with uh, Minnesota. You kind of maybe hope for some sort of revitalization of his career where he could kind of be a leader on that team. Um, it's kind of there, the tons same. of promise. He's, yeah. He looks like one of the better players on that team. For being so young, he still has some like great leadership capabilities. Uh, seems like a really decent dude from all of the interviews with ICM that I've seen with him. Is he kind of there, Jordan Morris? Kind of, yeah. But Only I would say even, even with more leadership capability, I think. Um, and he went down with an ACL, same injury that Jordan Morris goes down with. Just sucks to see anybody go down with that. He's, he's probably out for the season with that. Garbage. I got some garbage for you. Tell me. Uh, the one goal given up again. Oh, yeah. It's the it's a it's a recurring theme here. Roman Torres, who's covering in a different position, when he doesn't slot back over correctly, leaves a guy open in the middle in front of the box. Suddenly, you don't have a game that's wrapped up quite like it was before because of a defensive error where he just wasn't putting in the same hustle. I heard I think Taylor Twelman talk about during the match that he's the type of guy that likes to show up and get fit through the season. And I don't know that I'm exactly on board with a professional athlete being like, "I'll get there." <laughs> I, like show up at the beginning of the season eating hot dogs and pizza, and which this happened in are base- those bad for you? Are hot dogs and pizza bad for you? Because I think that listen, you know what? Are- I'm definitely in the pocket of big hot dog. So <laughs> <laughs> garbage. <laughs> no, that's hot garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I'll be the judge of that. You get your own buttons. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, is that... Who was the Jesus Montero that showed up for the Mariners a few <laughs> yeah, years ago? Yeah, and yeah. Some, like, someone tried to buy him an ice cream because he showed up a little overweight yeah. and not into it. So. Look, I, I'll take it from from your backup goalkeeper, like Marcus Hanneman, right? Uh, making a save in the Open Cup a few years ago for the Sounders. He was a backup goalkeeper for us. Um, and makes the save, goes over to the beer garden at Starfire, picks up one of the fans' beers, takes a drink out of it. Like that's your backup goalkeeper. He's a big guy. He's a, he's not doing a bunch of running. I don't I don't love it from Roman Torres, who is like, I don't know. He's a staunch center back. You're supposed to be fit. You're supposed to be back there. I don't think he doesn't look fit necessarily. No, that, no, 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 no. But that goal. He, he wasn't like off, entirely man. out of position, but yeah, he just switched off. He just wasn't focused for the full. He needed like to, I don't know, he needed some of that like energy goo in the middle of the match that they suck on. Uh, yeah. Garbage. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I guess that's good. I guess it's a nice thing to talk about. Um, the, <laughs> I just scrolled by a thing that Brandon likes and he like loses his mind. Brandon, this is not so you put it in here that you want to talk about it, but I don't think that we can accurately do it any uh, do it justice. We'll put yeah. I'll let, I want to just mention it and tell you to go look at it on our on our on this podcast page later when we post it because there is a Minnesota United fan on Reddit who every single week takes both teams and does anagrams of every single he mixes all of the letters up uh, in each player's name to make another name that's funny as hell and so, so Kelvin Leardam can be rewritten to be Dave Mankiller yeah exactly okay. exactly and, and and Gustav Svensson can become Sven Gustafsson. It's so easy, but it's so funny. Anyway, there's plenty more. Um, Where can you find it, Brandon? You can find it on 1077theand.com slash full90. We'll throw it up there. Okay. I was going to say, where else could you find it? Maybe we'll tweet it out. We will tweet it out. Follow us at full90podcast. Which I'm so... No, at full90extratime. God damn it. (laughs) I'm so excited. I want to do an anagram for full90extratime and just see what comes up. Have it. Have it. Have at it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, let's talk hot about hot garbage. garbage. Exactly. Um, oh my god, this is literally hot garbage. It's <laughs> like as, about as hot garbage you get. Okay, so Philadelphia Union, they're a team in the Eastern Conference. They are from Philadelphia. You kind of get that. Uh, they are not having very much success this year. They are the Seattle Sounders of the Eastern Conference right now. Excellent. I like those guys then. Uh, but that is not why they're hot garbage. They're hot garbage because in their poor run of form, they've decided that now, like right now, as they're being terrible, was the time to partner up with a garbage company as their like official garbage haulers of, of MLS. Hot garbage. <laughs> and uh, they decided to put it out on uh, social media, for which they were rightfully roasted by the entire internet. Uh, it was other teams roasting them. It was their own fans. It was like other teams were like, Hold on, we're gonna roast these guys, and like all of the Philadelphia Union fans were like, "No, we got this." So wait, let me understand this. They're partnering with a garbage service as like a sponsor, or yeah. so like, the like whole a stadium sponsor, or no, like the a- whole thing was like. 
come to the match like so they're going to get some money from you know the the garbage company republic services or whatever yeah. they're going to get some money from them and the, you know it's a corporate partnership yeah. deal the whole thing was like come to the match and get your picture taken with the garbage truck as if it's like, like somebody's uh, plane rap uh, a guy on reddit says this or a girl on reddit i don't know who you are um says i don't understand this promotion stop by talent energy stadium and get your picture taken with a real live garbage truck like it's a space shuttle or something it's like it's a garbage truck. Sorry, that's my bad. It's a garbage truck. You see these things? They're, they hold garbage. Rocket ship garbage trucks will be a thing someday. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, if like, they're not already. Yeah, we're going to have rocket ships, and we're those are going to make garbage on those rocket ships. Garbage trucks, garbage rocket ships are going to have to take those away. And even then, yeah. garbage trucks are going to be the least cool rocket ship. <laughs> so even then, it's going to be lame. So do you not think that a... Obviously, the internet does not think this, so I'm just being contra- contrary here, I guess. But you don't think that a nine-year-old kid who thinks that awesome tr- giant trucks are awesome is not going to be like, yeah, look at that big truck. Can I climb on it? I mean, are they going to clean the garbage truck? Is it like, is it right <laughs> off the garbage truck line, or is it coming right from like, well, just dumped half a dolphin carcass? Like, Maybe they have to schedule it around whenever their actual garbage pickup is. They're like, oh, come to the Talon Energy Stadium at this time, and- Maybe he'll come by and you can say hi and do bring the whole, out like, your dad. <laughs> bring out your dad. <laughs> I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> eh, close enough. Uh, hey, that's uh, I. My, I went to trivia last night at a brewery and our team won. And yeah, one of the one of the questions was three points for Team Brandon. One of the questions was a uh, actually our team name was Mosala Egyptian King. Um, Don't spoil that for me yet. It's taped at home. I, the entire internet is like, Mosala is the greatest ever. Yeah. Uh, but one of the questions was a Monty Python and the Holy Grail question. Hey. It was about Tim the Enchanter. They call me Tim. <laughs> Bring me a herring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so Philadelphia Union, you could have not made a worse corporate partner at a worse time. <laughs> Rocket ship garbage <laughs> trucks. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so amazing. I think we found our episode title. I, I can't believe that nobody saw that coming, man. That like they wouldn't understand that if your team now to be fair, the Philadelphia Union are not the worst. The MLS Cup champions, Toronto, are now the worst team in the league. Yeah. In the league. That means that Seattle Sounders FC are at least better than the MLS Cup champions, who are the very garbage garbage. Uh something about me thinks that uh, Philadelphia Union. So they took the tweet. They took the tweet down, which I don't like. Totally respect because I th- if you're gonna do it, just own it. Just own it. But I think that they're kind of becoming like the MLS heel. Like when you watch a wrestling match, you've just got like the one team or the one guy who just like everybody hates. They're not going for like the everybody hate us, blah blah blah. They're going for the kind of clown, aloof, like we're the big dumb guy that does the dumb stuff. Like that's who we are, and they're just totally embracing it. At From this point. Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, the <laughs> Philadelphia Union. <laughs> exactly. So I think that uh, they're kind of the ones walking out. That like they're the ones with the little. Uh, uh, like leprechaun guy with the little patty stick ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone knows the wrestler that i'm making reference to from that you get an extra bonus point on today's episode i don't know you're not know. old enough brandon you're not old enough. and i'm not that into wrestling but i do know some of the tropes anyway all right well um okay so yeah i for sure for certain hot garbage philadelphia union also can we give shout outs I, we didn't do this during hot can you can we go back to hot yeah for just sure a sec? hot hey 
congrats, Jordy Delem, on scoring your first ah, MLS goal. And stoppage time, that big goal, making sure the game is over. Hi. And a great handshake with uh, Clint Dempsey to boot. That guy has a handshake with every... Like, this wasn't like Nico Ladero scored. Obviously, Clint Dempsey has a cool handshake with the guy who's likely to score. It was like Jordy Delem, third string central defensive midfielder scored, and he runs over to Clint, and they have a handshake. It's like... That- the- that was quite the service. That good guy Clint not trying to force one there, making sure that game was put to bed. And you could tell that they're pals, that those guys actually like each other. Yeah, it's cool. Good. It's cool. It's like I want to see what happens if like Stephen Fry scores on a header and runs over to Clint Dempsey. Like, Do they have a, do they have a handshake? They have to have a handshake. Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> or like who's our – like Callie Cal, – what's his name? Callie Brown, uh, who just won – USL uh, goalkeeper of the week or something like that. Stefan but. Fry just runs over, pulls his shirt up, and, and Clint just starts tattooing on his back. <laughs> <laughs> but it just everything. There, Clint, I, drew, I drew Texas. I was just gonna say. He's like, he's like, what I want, what I want is a cool tree, and Clint Dempsey's like, hey, it's a Texas shaped tree. <laughs> It's the only thing that he knows how to draw. Like some some kids draw penises all over their work in class. Clint Dempsey just Texas, Texases. Look it, it's a large thing full of dicks. All right, let's take a look at the headlines now. This is kind of fun, man. We know we have such a great connection to Freddie Montero. I don't know what happened in Vancouver last year. He played for one season and then he's immediately back now at uh, Sporting Lisbon in Portugal. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And but he still has deep connections to Seattle. This is kind of a cool headline. Yeah, his wife is is. Uh, from I think Bellevue or Seattle or something like that, but she's she's from here. His kids I think were born uh, maybe in Portugal, but uh, they're American as well. Uh, but he's opening a coffee shop actually in Seattle. It's going to be in the Roosevelt District and uh, just up there on 65th, which is actually super close to my house. Oh my God. This is a great idea, Brandon. Definitely suggest a drink up there. The cup of CONCACAF cup. From the Conca Cafe. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's opening up in the Roosevelt neighborhood, up uh, by the Whole Foods, I guess, up there. Is where yeah, up on 65th. So, yeah. uh, a little bit further north than that. But yeah, sometime later this year. Um, yeah, so that should be... No, you're right. You're right. Whole yeah, Foods is right. I is, run yeah. past that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I run. Brandon bragging <laughs> about his exercise. <laughs> What else we got? Uh, Victor Rodriguez. We we joked last week. Where in the world is Victor Rodriguez? Um, apparently, he's in the 18 on Sunday. They Victor, thanks for listening to this pod and yeah, helping yeah. us find you. Uh, returned to the 18 on Sunday, so he was an unused substitute for the Seattle Sounders on Sunday against Minnesota. Uh, we didn't see him get subbed into the match, but it's nice to see that Brian Schmetzer has some confidence in his fitness and ability to at least be on the game day roster. Yeah. So it's nice to see he's been out for, I don't know, like six Seven years. Not quite, but <laughs> he has not seems played, like a freaking long time. He has not played this season. This is incredible to me. This is a headline. Jordan Morris returning to training. In what capacity? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the capacity is, but he was suited up. He was on the field. He's likely going through a lot of like rehab. So I mean, just a recap, earlier this season, Jordan Morris was ruled out for the entire season after a, a terrible ACL injury down at Santa Tecla in uh, Champions League. Uh, matches, Cup of CONCACAF Champions League matches. Uh, Torres ACL ruled out for the season. It's amazing to see him back on the pitch at all. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, that was the wrong button. Time for fake fan outrage. Yeah, so, hey, when you win... Do that again. Time for some fan outrage. When you win... There's not a whole lot of outrage. Oh, please. There's plenty of outrage. People always find something to be mad about. We did give a goal. Um, 
I a lot of people and, and you know myself a little bit in my head included uh rough on Dempsey uh after his he comes into the match he gets an assist of course but he just didn't look great John says uh and Dempsey skies the free kick he did he did he really sent it pretty far north um but he says really since Dempsey came on there's been a drop in energy from Seattle they don't look as dangerous uh true that's not really outrage but it's true. Like I don't think that Clint was. First of all, uh, Clint the, hadn't played since he was a decade younger. Okay, I mean that's how long he's been. <laughs> he's been red carded. <laughs> My God, th- that guy! I uh, came on as a late sub uh, just to play a few minutes at the end of the second half, just to get his wheels spinning again after a pretty successful stint there at home for Seattle. It was good to see him out there, get the fans fired up. That's a lot of fun. But he w- he didn't really feature in this match at all, and I guess. You got to set your expectations correctly for this guy. He drives me crazy with his Clint plays how he wants, and that's that. And you have to build a team kind of around that. And so to be upset that he doesn't have the energy that you want him to. Well, I mean, what do you? You're just doing this to yourself. The fact that he skies a kick and screws it up, I feel like that's just not being in competition for a minute, just not having the focus that's required to be able to pull that off. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the only last little bit, and this is something I've, I was thinking about as well, um, from Reddit, a, a Reddit user says, I like, I felt like the energy slumped in the last 20 to 30 minutes. We said, I mean, that's the same thing the other guy said. And the same uh, thing with Ozzy coming off. Yeah. But I'm getting worried about Marshall and his poor noggin. Dude, we got to get him a petter check helmet, oh dude. My God. my God. I don't he, know if that's legal or not. He's going like, to be like the Sounders John Olerud. Dude, he is looking like uh, he's slowly becoming Skeletor the way that his like, eyes are sinking in and getting darker. I feel like it's... Uh, yeah, he's... he's uh, Wrap him in bubble wrap. Try to get him through this season. Uh, I mean, just for, for a little reference here, Chad Marshall has a history of concussions and head injuries, and earlier this season he got hit in the eye. It was a, it was a totally not a head injury, eye injury yeah, yeah. Uh, where his eye looked bulbous and terrible and scary a- and then yesterday, or uh, sorry, on Sunday, he goes down in the match with what looked like a pretty nasty uh, head injury. It actually, earlier in the match, Alex rolled on, took a ball straight to the face. Uh, LOL. Uh, and <laughs> um, but both of those were looked a little scary. Alex was able to come back on. I don't know. He did the whole Russell Wilson three seconds in the concussion tent back on the on that the field the thing. That was the side of the head, dude. That is how you rattle the, the yeah. cage on that, dude. Um, Ch- Chad Chad got some extra attention on the field, so it'll be interesting to see if he. I mean, he went and played the rest of the game, so I don't think that they're going to come back and rule that he's not fit for the next game because I think that would be a um, that would be an acknowledgement to the fact that you shouldn't have played him the rest of that match. But uh, again, just worried about that guy's noggin and, and his future. I think that's a good shout from that person on Reddit. LAFC versus Sounders FC on Sunday, April 29th. Congratulations, new homeowners, LAFC, on a brand new Bank of California Stadium. I don't know if it's Bank de California or what, but it's uh, Bank with a C. B A N C of California Stadium. 6 p.m. on Sunday night. The Sounders FC take on LAFC down in the uh, very warm, beautiful Disney having California. Yeah. I'm lucky, uh, lucky them. Although it's like beautiful right now. So. Now, most of the time, we don't have any club history at this point in the season. We're the brand new club. However, 
Seattle Sounders FC have already uh, met the LAFCs this year here at home. It was embarrassing, and it's a chance for a little redemption. I don't know, man. Launching a brand new facility, new stadium, exciting team. How has it gone for LAFC since that match against Sounders, and what are we expecting here? Yeah, so since the last match uh, where they beat us one nothing in our home opener of the season, LAFC just has torn up the league. Uh, they've got four wins, which is they eat. That's four, and this is all on the road, mind you. So they've played yeah. six games all on the road because they're waiting for their stadium to be finished. It's finally done. Um, they've got four wins this season, which is more than seventeen other teams in MLS last year were able to do on the road. So they're they're great on the road. They're looking awesome. Wow. Um, so we don't have any home history for them. So to they go haven't on. played at home at all. They yet? haven't played at home at all yet. I figured they would just play like Chivas did with. LA Galaxy just right. flip that stadium and be able to know, but this no, is their first home match. But yeah, so four wins. Uh, they've but at the same time they've shown a lot of vulnerability as well. They got sm- like absolutely just smoked by Atlanta, five but, to nothing. I love when people do this when they try and write words that are being held out. So you like add the extra letters to say that it's smoked. But what you wrote was smooked. Smooked. They got <laughs> smooked by Atlanta, five. <laughs> Five nil. They got smooked by Atlanta, five to nothing. Uh, but since then, they've won two straight, and then they went up and put five on Montreal oh. in Montreal in their last match. They gave up three goals as well. So this is a team that is scoring, but they're also giving up goals. I don't think that Seattle, especially with Ozzy Alonso in the lineup, is and Clint Dempsey and a healthy a, whole, a full healthy squad, and we're not worried about the Cup of Concacaf Cup or anything like sure. that, like we were in the first game. We're gonna have a full strength lineup. All I mean, if everything goes well for the this week, we have a full strength lineup going in there. This isn't a team that's gonna put five on the Seattle Sounders. I think that they will give the Seattle Sounders a run for their money, though. Do you know anything about LAFC for a villain? Is it Rossi still? Or no, I'd it... say Carlos Vela. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then based on what you just said, I would say our hero for this match has to be Ozzy Alonso that we're looking at to be able to really shore up the central defense there, not let a lot of goals through, not have to put Stefan Fry into much of a precarious position in order to try and be able to play on the counter a little bit for Sounders and be able to bring it out and give them hell at their end. Yeah, I mean... So hero for us has to be Ozzy Alonso. Um, for, or somebody that scores goals. For all of the reasons that you're saying. Plus, when you watch uh, Carlos Vela and uh, Pablo Ro- not Pablo Rossi. Oh, I miss Pablo Rossi. Mm. Uh, Diego Rossi from uh, LAFC. When you watch the way that those two combine and just kind of... Uh, w- the two of their passing... Uh, they just drive straight through midfield. They're able to do similar to what Clint and Oba were able to do a few seasons ago. They're not quite at that level, but they are doing that to teams in a way that you haven't really seen a lot in MLS, a lot of like great attacking duos like that over the last few years. So to see them doing that, I feel very confident with Ozzy Alonso in the, in the lineup that Sounders can respond and, and, and shut that down. I wonder if without Alonzo, Fuldan is ready to be able to shut that down as well in central defense. I, I think he's been so focused. Central mid, rather. He's been, he's been playing more as this box-to-box destroyer where he's playing up. He's also playing defense. Ozzy Alonso can be that guy, but he isn't necessarily that guy. He's got the engine. He's got the tank that Roldan has. He's not full 90 yet, yeah. but he's he can do that. But I think that the way that... Uh, Christian Roldan is being utilized is more of a, hey, if we need you to get forward, you can get forward. If we need you to get back, you can get back. Uh, I don't know, unless he's told specifically, hey, stay home, be the guy that 
shuts everything down in the midfield. Um, unless he's told that specifically, I don't think he will be that guy. Okay. You have to like alleviate those those uh, attacking responsibilities from him. So last time around, the villain was Diego Rossi. This time around, you don't think that, though? No, I think the last time it was Moutinho. Moutinho. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, no, but it ended but, up being Rossi. Yeah, who, Rossi's the young one guy put in uh, put a stunner. In the, yeah, yeah, total stunner and ended up giving the win to LAFC on the road here in Seattle. This time, I think it'll be Carlos Vela. Um, he's he's the guy on their team that has he's a right now their leading goal scorer. Uh, they've got four guys that have scored for them. It's Vela, Rossi, F- Benny Fellhaber, and uh, I think Simon Lawrence Simon uh, is a guy. That I did not hear Mutinho. No, not Mutinho. We were very off with that. Yeah. Uh, but Carlos Vela is, is has been scoring uh, just insanely beautiful, wonderful, stunning goals and stuff that. As a, if you're a neutral, you watch him and and you love because he makes it look easy. He makes it look simple and and, sure. and just pretty. Um, not something you want to see against your team. So I I feel that he's going to be the guy uh, to watch, and he's going to him and Rossi are going to be the guys that that Ozzy has to shut down. All right, cool. Time for some predictions. Let's get into the game here. The Crystal Pepsi Ball. Brandon, take a look. What do you see? Oh, I think 2-1 Sounders. Wow. Yeah, Going I down do. south, new home, getting a big win on the road. Yeah, LAFC is coming off of two wins. They also, in that game that they scored five against Montreal, they gave up three. So I think that the vulnerability is there. We're starting to fire on, on a few cylinders. Our defense is starting to, I mean, our defense doesn't look great, but our midfield starting to look really great. I think that we go down there and pick up. You know when Ozzy Alonso was mysteriously missing at the beginning of the preseason and then at the beginning of the regular season and no one kind of knew where he was? Oh, he's just in L.A. doing some sort of secretive business. Yeah, I think he was uh, scouting LAFC. I predict conservatively that the Sounders go down there and stomp all over LAFC. 7-0, Seattle. 